standing from the Dollar Tree and basically you Such as this, this thing here. All right, I'm excited to have a guest. RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are connecting for a later than usual edition of the People's Talk Show and uh, looking forward to connecting and uh, sharing with you just some headlines that caught my attention. Haven't really touched much on the current uh, global agenda, but uh, it's very interesting how we're having severe historical droughts in some parts of the world. And then in others, we're having localized flooding that's uh, all putting more pressure on uh, local economies as well as hindering people from having access to clean drinking water. And uh, wow, does, it, does this not play right into the hands of the globalists and their agenda to further destabilize things and cause people to become desperate and dependent upon uh, the government? But uh, I got about five or six different headlines I want to share with you. And of course, get your take on whatever whatever other subject matter might be uh, of importance to you. And uh, before I move forward, I want to welcome any first-time viewers. If you don't mind, hit that thumbs up button. Hopefully, the algorithms notify a few more people, and uh, they're able to join us and uh, let their voice be heard as well. And if we have any new viewers, let me know where you're watching from via the chat. We'd love to acknowledge your presence and welcome you to the community. And of course, uh, feel free to throw out questions, thoughts, ideas, suggestions in the chat, and I'll jump on them uh, when I'm able to. And also, if you got questions or thoughts, make sure you have that ready. And when the phone lines open up, give me a call. Probably won't stream long tonight just because it's later than normal. But uh, I thought it'd be better to do it now than to wait just because stories keep unrolling, just rolling out. So it's hard to stay on track of everything. But uh, let me see here. Before I move forward, let me acknowledge a couple of people and then we'll jump into some headlines. So we got Jay. We got Dwayne. We got Solo. Uh, let me see. Bobcat B. We got PM. Uh, checking in. We got Steven checking in as well. Carl Lake, appreciate you. Uh, fair amount of people here, man. Appreciate you. Uh, definitely want to hear from you guys. Lots of stories worth touching on. So uh, it's never a dull moment in this uh, <laughs> journal journalistic uh, world we're living in. Anyway, before I move forward, let me acknowledge a couple and do a little maintenance on my side. So I want to make sure everybody has a chance to get plugged in and get caught up to speed if they happen to be new to the community. And so link below rtd.news is the best place to get plugged in on all the prior information as well as get you caught up to speed on what's going on. And so I want to just thumb through this real quick. If you have not taken advantage of the silver starter kit, I want to encourage you to do that while supplies last. And of course, due to silver prices continuing to uh, experience some severe pressure, makes it only that much easier to get a hold of these five beautiful ounces here. And uh, of course, add to your stack if you so uh, see fit to do so. And I want to definitely make sure everybody's connected with the rtd.locals.com. And that is the alternative backup uh, when it comes to live streams for this channel here. So you'll always be able to plug in and stay up to date with what's going on in real time on a platform that doesn't censor as much as this channel does here. So I was also, before I even stream live, you got to be careful on the, the, the thumbnail as well as the, the titles. And I can't really give the full perspective of my opinions on this climate situation so i'll just leave it at that climate situation but everybody who's plugged in you guys know where we're at and what this is all about and if you would like to support the channel via some type of monetary contribution uh, anything is helpful and appreciated as well so thank you for that and then anytime rt 
RethinkingDollar.com. You know, you can get all the updates, everything you need to stay plugged in, uh, free reports here, as well as just the de-dollarization, uh, you know, series there. And all my prior interviews with a lot of smart individuals that I've had a chance to be able to connect with throughout the years. And of course, I got some free downloads here. Uh, one important book here, Golden Economic Freedom from Alan Greenspan, the kingpin of the monetary uh, system we're under. And as well as the five reasons to hold precious metals before this next recession is admitted is <laughs> more likely what it will be. But anyway, uh, let's move forward. And uh, lots of things. So Iraq, U.S. Embassy attacked. Yeah, I saw video footage. And so that's one of the things where I tend to, in real time, either get updated by members in the community, either on Telegram or I get emails throughout the day. So it's not often it's some, that some breaking news or events that unfold, you know, don't come somehow, some way come across my uh, my desk. But it's hard to cover all the subjects. That's why I rely upon you guys, especially keeping me plugged in as well as sharing it on the Telegram. And anyway, if we have any comment, uh, any commentators out here, content creators, if you got a channel, you know, the, the Telegram community page is where you should share your work so we can stay plugged in as well as get your your real time uh, viewpoints on things as well, because this is a community effort here. This whole show, it's about the people. And so my goal is just to create a place for us to gather and have discussions like this and stay up to speed. But uh, the, the communication channels, the RTD locals, as well as Telegram and Twitter and, uh, and the other ones are good places to connect. So. All right, let me just jump into some headlines real quick and uh, we'll keep it moving. So lots of things unfolding. And, you know, the one closest to home is something that I literally just came across today as well. And so uh, not only do we have a oil facility, you know, a couple hundred miles away from me in Indiana, go belly up, have a some type of you know glitch, a fire or something like that. Here we have a flood that caused problems for the water treatment facility uh, that it's a uh, damaged uh pretty much knocked out water for 150 or so thousand people in Mississippi. And it just plays into how I'd assume by now there's no way people can actually think that all these events unfolding at the same time, whether they are small isolated events that, that's confined within a, some type of building or processing facility or something like that, where a fire mysteriously happens or uh, just look up in the sky. You know, you, you, we see so much craziness and, you know, without going too much into a rant just yesterday, literally Metro Detroit area, thunderstorm blew through, came out of nowhere. Strong winds just blew through literally for like five minutes, give or take, knocked some trees down, busted out my back window of my truck. It was, it's just, just stuff that just that doesn't happen too often. It just seems to happen, man. It's like, wow. Like, and it's my suspicion, of course, I won't go down, you know, the tinfoil, tinfoil hat route, but uh, they perfected the use of weather technology and what better way to utilize it in conjunction with other countries and governments at the same time. Just because the, the sudden weather concerns on top of the health issues we just come out of or are still in the midst of. And on top of all the other things, by no means can any of this be a coincidence. So it's just interesting to see it unfold in real time. And of course, it's all about the moolah. And I'm going to share an article with you in one second, but I'm going to try to thumb through these as fast as I can. May not even read most of them. Just want to give you some headlines, but uh, definitely worth touching on. 
So as you guys can see here, you know, Governor, Governor Tate Reeves announced a state of emergency on Monday night, warning residents to cons conserve as much water as possible as the supply begins to run out, causing low pressure in sinks, showers, and toilets. And so one of the things that uh, it's a part of this great reset that is, this is all a part of that, is the access to clean drinking water. And so, you know, warning residents to conserve as much water as possible as the supply begins to run out. You know, just think about this. Between now and the end of this decade, as a part of their objectives to accomplish this, you'll own nothing and be happy with it, is the restructuring and the um, basically the, the I want to say, naturalization or the uh, privatization of all consumable services, i.e. food, water, you name it, and basically turning them into subscription style products that you'll have to have permission to use or access from your government to be able to secure. And so I've done article or videos before talking about, you know, some of these points in more finer detail, but it's no coincidence that between the food and them reinventing what it will contain, cricket powder and all types of other crap, I'm seeing more pictures on Twitter sphere of people going to the stores now and grabbing items that are a little bit cheaper. And maybe after a sip or after they take a bite, they look at the ingredients and it has some new ingredient and you do some research. It has something to do with the bug. They're rolling it out slowly, but surely. And that's just the food category. Imagine when it comes to water and how they're wanting to ration out water. And this has everything to do with how they basically privatize water in the form of creating those futures that we're witnessing out in California and particularly on the West Coast. So anyway, but just get these headlines a little bit more, a little faster. Um, so here's another article, interesting headline here. thought I would just bring it to your attention just because it shines more light on some of the key things in re relation to what's happening in Mississippi. And this is a, a localized flooding event, but we've having, you know, one in Pakistan wiped out entire village of a, I want to say is a hundred thousand people village. And I think 900 people died thus far, if I'm not mistaken. Just another story I haven't touched on much, but it says more than 150 people in Jackson, Mississippi are once again trying to survive without reliable, clean water. One thing the human body needs is water and it has to be clean in order to, for people to maintain their health, their health. So imagine how the accessibility to the water as we move forward will become more of a problem. And it's not by sheer coincidence. More stuff here. I guess Mississippi, Mississippi and the city of Jackson has declared emergencies as they work to or, uh, distribute water to residents and restore water pressure across the capital city. It says until it's fixed, it means we do not have reliable running water at scale. To live in Jackson uh, consists constantly is to be under the pressure of a boil water alert. It says we have friends who have had water for weeks. And then it's going down to the very bottom here. More people are talking about how just the poor infrastructure. So, of course, everybody's familiar with the Flint uh, situation that would ne was never solved. We've gone through a three, two presidents now, three presidents now. And it's just it's a story that nobody cares about. So I'm not even sure what they do in Flint. You know, so if we got any Flint people out there, let me know. Uh, what, what's what's happening because they ain't done nothing with the piping. But uh, every major metropolitan area that was established a hundred plus years ago has lead pipes, unfortunately. So it's 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 an it's a, it's a nationwide issue. But it says officials have previously estimated that it could cost two billion 
to revitalize its water infrastructure following decades of deferred maintenance, a price tag well beyond what the city and its taxpayer can afford. No doubt. Keep it moving. So between, you know, the the issues with, uh, you know, lack of clean water due to the floods in Mississippi here in Michigan, we had some situations a while ago had the boil, boil, boiling water alert. I imagine more people out there. Let me know if you've had some issues with your localized water distribution. Wouldn't surprise me one bit. And so uh, that's just how things go. Dwayne Clark says uh, Flint's still a problem. And that's unfortunate that it is. And it's flat, flown under the radar. And I imagine it's been, what, about six, seven years now since the Flint story initially broke. And I would imagine a lot of people have adjusted to it, to where, you, you know, you got your, your regular drinking water and you shower and whatever. You know what I'm saying? So most people, you adapt, unfortunately. Keeping it moving. Uh, so beyond the floods, man, um, it's just, yeah, wow. Like, so we got floods in certain parts, in particular, it seems like in the in the Midwest of the U.S., there's been more excessive rain, as I mentioned here in Michigan. Something blew through here. Then we got what's happening in Mississippi. And, of course, was it two years ago, three years ago, we had the flooding with the crop situation. And this is all under the umbrella of, you know, the climate situation that, you know, the governments feel they have to solve. And, of course, it's coming. Believe me. I got my thought. I'm going to save some opinions for that in a minute. But just more information. It says drought discoveries, bodies, Nazi ship. Dino tracks, top online search. So, uh, if you just look throughout different parts of the world, they're finding all types of stuff. You know, there's been more bodies found in Lake Mead than hell. <laughs> I just saw a story a moment ago where a family unfortunately lost their dad in 2002. And they just found his body. You know, what I'm saying it's like craziness, man. But you know, they're you know they're uncovering everything. And so here it's just uh, says severe droughts are occurring worldwide, leading to some discoveries from the drop from the dropping levels of water. <laughs> says U.S. search in, in, interest in a chronothanosaurus reached a record high after the dinosaur's footprints were revealed. And so people are just Googling and finding all types of stuff just because this is hitting mainline mainstream stories. So it's good to say we ain't found nothing yet because these are all fresh body water. Uh, fresh waters, uh, fresh bodies of water that's being, you know, this is drying up and to keep it moving. Um, man, just look at this headline here. This is a couple of days ago, but relevant to the subject matter, all disguised and all utilized under the climate umbrella. But it says Europe is in its worst drought in 500 years. Study finds 500 years. All of a sudden right now, like amongst all the events happening to humanity, now weather is a concern as well. Like we couldn't have a better crescendo of events leading to some type of, you know, like, you know how they have in uh, what you call it, like the build up in a symphony. Like, you know, they just work the music and they build up to that moment where everything just goes full steam and everybody's amazed. Like this is kind of what it feels like right now. All these events and we're not even into the fall yet. We're still in the summertime. It's about that. We're about to see some real fireworks, in my opinion, this fall based upon all the craziness, man, in the political sphere. It's about to get grimy out here. Okay, I'm ranting too much. Uh, let me get to a couple more headlines, and I'll turn turn over to let you guys get the mic. So here's something. And this right here, This, this so if this doesn't make you question, I don't know what, what, what does, but here we have uh, a little visual aid, and this is from somebody, a journalist or something like that, but it says China's biggest lake is disappearing due to severe drought it says ponyang lake in may 
compared to this week is just unrecognizable. So how do you go within, I guess, I'm assuming he's meaning last three months, four months, but how do you go from all this blue to literally like there being nothing? Like, let me, let me see, as you guys see it, so from complete blue to all this basically dryness, like within three months. So I'm, I'm hoping I read that correctly, but I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case because China's going, they going through it right now. Just to show you how how bad it is, let me get to this one here. So here is it says, let me let me I'll expand this out real quick. But here it says China's third largest third the I'm sorry the world's third largest lake, which happens to be in China, is like gone. Like how does that boy just disappear? within a such a short period of time on top of all the other issues China's facing. And if I'm not mistaken, I still think they got some cities on lockdown over there, but don't quote me on that one. It's been a while since I've, you know, dived deep down the China rabbit hole, but just, you know, here we got, as it says here, world's third largest river, I'm sorry, river dries up in a drought. Like this stuff doesn't happen, man. This is, yeah, this is, yeah, yeah. You know, it's good to say it's man-made. But anyway, here's just more here. It says the Global Drought Observatory's August report shows that the severe drought affects many regions in Europe since the beginning of this year has begun, has been further expanding and worsening as of early August. So literally since the beginning of this year, we have all these historical 500-year type droughts hitting Europe. It's just no coincidences, man. Look at this. It's ridiculous. Anyway, keep going. So, you know, Lake Mead, Lake Mead's water level has never been lower. And it gives you a visual aid here from 2000 of being dark blue to last year <laughs> and then to this year, literally just having probably can stand up in the damn middle of it. That's how bad it is. And of course, make Lake me, it has a lot to do with water supplied out to the West coast. So we know how that's a very problematic in of itself, but uh, it's, it is what it is. And speaking of which Africa, Africa is uh, definitely going through some issues due to the drought and the food insecurity from the whole Ukraine debacle, as well as, as it says here, uh, the Netherlands uh, is having issues. And so it just goes to show how every nation, for the most part, that wasn't self-sufficient and dependent upon their own locally grown food supplies is experiencing issues well beyond the water as well. So just to let you know that it's not an isolated event. It's happening on every continent, probably except Antarctica. Hmm. Yeah, I'll leave that alone. <laughs> anyway. Uh, last little bit here, China drought to hike the price of rice. And so the world utilizes rice. I'm imagining that they still uh, export rice. And as of now, due to lack of water, rice will be a problem. So that will definitely cause an impact on food and their ability to sustain the one something billion people they have there. So not surprising whatsoever. But let's move on to some good news. Of course, there has to be some good news as to why all this is happening. And let's just jump on to some headlines here and just look at, just follow the money. That's all you got to do. And so here's from Breitbart. It says, Great Reset rolls on. World Economic Forum gazes adoringly at California as the climate role model. And so everybody on the West Coast, I'm, you have to be tuned in to what's happening over there in Cali. I hear bits and pieces every now and then, but it uh, looks like they're setting the, they're the, they're the poster child state for the World Economic Forum's agenda dealing with client, climate, rather. And I'll just read a little bit to you for those who might not be familiar with it 100%. But it says the World Economic Forum is applauding California and its strict climate measures as a model for the world to follow. 
pointing to a recent decree specifying 100% of new cars must be electric, hybrid, or hydrogen powered by 2035. It says praise for the Democratic stronghold is contained in a paper published by the World Economic Forum with the exhortation, quote, learn more about how the state can be a climate role model for other regions. So Newsom is the chosen Claus puppet that's leading the world into this climate agenda. Anyway, there's more stuff here, but I'll spare you guys all that. But within that paper lies more details as to how they basically want to tax you if you use it or bankrupt you so you can't afford it ultimately. And the people who are at the top of the totem pole will have the ability to use uh, real world items because they're literally trying to, as I mentioned, for those who are just coming on, I was saying how everything is that was a luxury in life has been privatized. And then they're turning it from a necessity to a membership subscription style approach where you have to have permission in order to use it. And that goes from every aspect of our lives. And it all will be narrowed out, narrowed through that little slim gateway of what's called the social credit score. That's the agenda down the line. Give it time, of course, four or five years from now, depending on where this all plays out, it might be commonplace that people will by force, just like people were forced to participate in experimentation not long ago due to threats of losing their livelihoods. We can see how they could probably pull something like that off down the line if you can't rely upon you know, receiving clean water from your pipes. So you need to get permission or have your water turned on once you have your digital ID and stuff set up, you know, that type of stuff. I mean, just think about the craziest, most, you know, uh, like, you know, the Hunger Games type of movie type script. And then you'll probably be in, a, in alignment with what the World Economic Forum wants to do. And then it just goes on, gives more insight here. And it says the paper is quick to assert money and lots of it must be spent to ensure change embodied by a carbon neutral economy. This is what this is all about. All this climate stuff is about literally using that as a cover up to push a carbon neutral economy and the removal of personal property and privileges of just being able to enjoy your life the way you have before and narrowing it down to where you have to now get permission to use foods at, which will be tracked and traceable and you'll be credited for not having overstepped your carbon allotment and all that other stuff but just to give you an idea it says in california alone pathway pathway 2045 is what it's called the agenda uh, analysts uh, estimates that the state will need up to 250 billion between now and 2045 to add 80 gigawatts of renewable energy, yada, yada, yada. Says ultimately the work climate forum, forum published paper points out, quote, societies around the world must reduce emissions at a much faster rate than ever before to mitigate the most severe impacts of the climate situation and adapt to the effects that are no longer avoidable. So long story short, based upon uh, everything we're witnessing, it's intensified and ramped up because as they say here, it's no longer avoidable. They must address this by all means necessary. And it requires spending a lot of dollars up front while they're still purchasing power in those units before we, you know, go through the whole restructure and reset to the global, whatever currency that's coming. Uh, but anyway, getting as much bang for their buck as they can out of this current paradigm before they usher in the next one. And just to show you how the impact it will have, between now and the time all this blows over, it says floods and droughts could cost the global economy 
5.6 trillion by 2050. And so that's either in losses or that's that might be what they feel they will have to spend in order to help mitigate this and make this a smoother transition to that economy. But it says here, water-related disasters and floods could cause a 5.6 hit to global GDP between 2022 and 2050, according to the new study. It says between 1970 and 2021, all natural disasters, not just those related to water, caused 3.64 in losses worldwide. And it says here, the study follows an uh, April analysis by the OMB that shows the U.S. federal budget could take $2 trillion hit annually by 2100 due to the impact of climate change. So literally they're trying to use this number to sell the fact that, you know, this is going to be an emergency that they have to take care of because it's unaffordable. That's what they're going to say. And the whole point of talking about this, just because it plays perfectly into the globalist agenda, world economic forum is praising California for their draconian measures and trying to reduce people's ability to, you know, live and, conduct their lives in the way they want to. And they're telling you what you can and can't do. And they're disguising it as your carbon footprint. And there's also, uh, let me, without ranting into further, just to show you that this framework is already set up and it's operational and all the banks and everybody are on board with it. Uh, let me, I forgot. There was an article that I wanted to touch on. Uh, yeah, look at this, man. Let me share something with you. This is, this is the last minute on the cuff but it came to mind because i always mention i have more articles and stories that i can't touch all the time but i want to definitely touch this one because if i don't it'll slip my slip my mind but listen to this here or watch this so here we have an article that came out and this is a part of the whole agenda you know uh, you know world economic forum, forum agenda but it says the french media pushes a carbon excuse me, credit cards. And so ultimately what this card is, is that tracking and traceability of your activity and giving you a score and rating you and giving you, I guess, like cash back if you don't, you go over your carbon limits. And this is a Visa card. That's what's so interesting about it. But it says here, let me, um, let me do Let me click on this here. So open this up. It's okay. Well, let me translate it. But anyway, it just talks about this is something that's happening in French and France. It says there is a shift in the CO2 uh, consumption between the richest and the poorest because of let me zoom in, make it easier to see uh, because of the controversy over private jets. By introducing a carbon card, it will be possible to congratulate those who make efforts to achieve carbon neutrality by 2050. So basically you will be rewarded for you, what you do or don't do, and it'll show up in your financial transactions. It says French mainstream media pushed for a VAX pass. Now that, oops, now they're pushing for uh, this here, private jets, transport, heating, food. What if we set up a carbon card? So a carbon credit card is something that's being pushed. And of course, it's already been rolled out and test trial in certain regions, but you better believe as a part of the 2025-2026. And so all you want, if you want to find out where Visa MasterCard stands, just look at the expiration date of your current debit credit card, debit or credit cards. They all expire, if I'm not mistaken, 25-26. So by then, whatever will be issued at that point will more than likely be carbon friendly, carbon tracking, 
and you might need your digital ID in order to have that card access type of thing. So anyway, all right, enough ranting, man. I can go on and on and on, but I'm not. I uh, just thought I would share that because it goes deeper, but I'll spare you guys that you might be bored. But anyway, uh, feel free. Thoughts, ideas, suggestions, you know, let me know your take on this whole climate situation and uh, how I'm assuming it, it, it has to be completely, uh, you know, uh, you can see right through it, hopefully, to where you know that there's a lot more going on than what's happening. Uh, let me see. Okay, let me jump into some stuff here. Uh, over here says, in Europe, getting a lump of coal in your Christmas stocking will be greatly appreciated. Right. So speaking of coal, <laughs> I saw an article of the day. A lot of countries are, you know, people literally, like I saw, it was a long line. It was a long line of people going to a coal factory to stock up on coal. Uh, let me see where this was at. Cause I'm like, I saw, saw the picture. I'm like, wow. Like I think it was Germany, if I'm not mistaken. And on top of that, Germany has, let me see here. Uh, it doesn't line up in the coal mine. Okay. No, no, here, go right here. So I'll put, here's it. <laughs> this is it right here. I'll put this on the screen here. So here's that. What I was talking about is that in Poland, this says where coal is king. Dozens are lined up at the coal mine waiting for days and nights to stock up on heating fuel. So here you see a long line of people basically trying to prepare for what could be a very cold winter in Europe. Anyway, let's open the phone lines. Okay, give me a call. Let me know what's on your mind. Feel free to throw out some thoughts, ideas, suggestions. Uh, Russia, yeah, that's the thing. So Russia is doing fine. And I saw another article earlier saying that China, who has been receiving majority of their energy from Russia, has now flipped the script and they're not, they're now selling Russian oil to other countries. So they're like the mediator, the middleman. And there's nothing the West is going to do about that because once again, at this point, they got enough distraction with the whole Taiwan situation. And I haven't heard nothing about sanctions or the threat of sanctions between China and the U S in reference to how they're completely going against all the Western's agenda of making sure they don't participate with, um, with uh, Russia, but every nation has already jumped on board the BRICS train. Now it's just a matter of timing. Keep it moving. What else we got here? I see some biblical references out here. The false messiah, indeed, the first horseman is already here. Pale horse is the white sun. Um, yeah, I, you know, so I, you know, I, I don't necessarily see a lot of the, uh, as far as the, the seals being opened up just yet. Just because for me and my interpretations, that doesn't line up biblically speaking, because the seals aren't open until the church is removed. And so then we have people post pre whatever. Don't want to get into that. But and just keeping it biblical there. Uh, the church is not around. And so take up it what you may. <laughs> Uh, yeah, appreciate that, TB. Thumbs up, definitely. Show your love for the channel. Appreciate you guys. Uh, what how Why have all the Chinese students never canceled? Why have all the Chinese students anyway canceling their classes and returning to China? Ah, uh, great point. I want to say there was an article about that a couple weeks ago, and I think it has to do with the fact that just like China decided to delist willingly, uh, their top tech companies off the New York Stock Exchange. You know, ahead of time, let's just know that something's brewing, something's coming, could be this fall. Um, China students, let me see, students return home. 
Let me see what pops up. Any new stories? Uh, any stories? Do, 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 do nothing. Let me see here. Nothing pops up news wise, but I did see something uh, about that. So it wouldn't surprise me one bit just because China literally is trying to get rid of as, as much of their dollar liabilities as they can so they don't get caught on a sanctions list and have their assets frozen, as well as calling calling back home any of their residents that wouldn't want to be stuck over here. Because once again, like always, there's going to be some hate crimes type stuff happening where people love targeting certain ethnicities for whatever sinister, evil, demonic reason they do. And then on top of that, all Chinese companies trying to definitely get get them up out of here. And I can see this happening. If this whole East-West beef is real, when I mean East-West beef as far as the BRICS and Russia and China going their own way against the East outside of the World Economic Forum still, you know, overseeing all of this, if they're literally like a, a, a rift in the in, in this agenda, which I hope there is because that prolongs things and keeps everything on a scramble, then if there was a issue with the U.S. and China sincerely, then all the Chinese assets in this country would be seized similar to the way they seized Russian assets and yachts and boats and mansions. And I want to say, I think they've already sold some Russian private property, especially uh, in auction markets or whatever. And the funds probably went to the politicians pockets, but I could see what, what would be great. I will, I, I wouldn't mind seeing this because then I would, I would believe that there's, you know, an actual faction between the East and West rather than them working together. But if there was a beef and there was some more unforeseen event and the U.S. decided to seize Chinese assets, i.e. all the farmland that was purchased over the last decade plus as a part of the agreement of we'll send you IOUs, you send us real stuff. And along the way, we'll let you filter some of those funds into real world assets, whether it be buying up, you know, metropolitan area warehouses, as well as our agriculture assets. And so if there was a real problem, I wouldn't be mad whatsoever. If they, if the U.S. took back everything that belongs to us, and unfortunately, I don't really have much confidence in our politicians here, but even still, to have it back in our own coffers would be great. But then again, Bill Gates might buy it up. So it's kind of a, you know, maybe a lose-lose situation there, but you guys get my drift. Uh, B.R. Williams, no doubt. So the climate situation, as I showed before, is a part of the bigger World Economic Forum agenda. And this goes back to that a uh, little news clip that I tried to find before I went live, but I couldn't find it. But Project Veritas interviewed one of the CNN reporters on camera, whatever. And he was talking about how the next agenda, the next event that's already pre-planned, it's already set and ready to go. And all the mainstream news stories will jump on board, just like they did this prior health situation. Everybody got the same narrative, reading up the same teleprompters. The guy was basically saying, uh, if you want to verify that, just go to Project Veritas and look for that, but it'll be there. But he was saying that the next event is already set and they're told to get ready for it. And he mentioned that climate was the narrative because it's going to be an ongoing thing. It's not something they can solve overnight. And so whatever they spin out will be something that the world will jump, world will jump on with because as we're witnessing here between drought in the east or in the west, right, or in the east, and here we got floods and drought in the West here as well. So between the climate as well as the uh, the issues it creates, whether it be insurance issues on property for floods and hurricanes or whatever. And of course, hurricane season is like right now. So we should have a hurricane coming through next week if we haven't already. So be on the lookout for 
category seven, just as mind you, it is perfect birth perfect timing for the next event to roll out and, and to fall. So we're gonna have a hurricane category nine, something we ain't seen ever. Just, just that's how crazy things are now. That's gonna cause issues. So between water insecurity, food instability, and hell, the housing debacle with rents and all that other stuff happening right now. Like that's the perfect trifecta of what has made or encompasses what we would probably call the American way or the American dream. So you remove all that, hell, <laughs> what's left in this country? You know what I'm saying? That's how, that's how crazy things are right now, man. And so, yeah, that's another thing. That card is always out there. You know what I'm saying? Let's go in your back pocket, slap on the table. Just because the military industrial military industrial complex has been starved as of late, and just to show you how war is always on the table, let me share with you some developing information real quick on uh, the war situation. And this is something that's uncommon, or which hasn't happened before. Let me give me one second here. Copy. Like I always say, man, it's man. I got so many articles, man of stuff that I come across just to highlight and pinpoint events as they unfold. And if I can get this article here, I'll show you, but I probably won't be able to let me try to get it from a different source, but I can't unfortunately, but I'll just show you the headline real quick and I'm gonna get ready to log off just cause it's later than normal, but I'll just give you this headline here. <laughs> and so it says China, India, Syria, and others to link up with Russia next month for a sweeping war games. So when did Syria get invited to the party? Other than the fact Russia has decided to keep, you know, President uh, Assad in power, because if he didn't, they would have been through, U.S. would have swept through Syria and already stole all the oil and gold <laughs> already. But, you know, luckily Putin was on his side. But anyway, so there's war games going on. So they're not doing all these exercises for nothing. And you include in Syria, like who in the heck is like does Syria even have an army? You know, that's how crazy things are there. But anyway, I'll spare you guys that. Let's get this one call and I'll dial back. Hello, caller name we calling from. Hey Mike, it's so blood pressure corpus Christi. How you been? LBP, I'm doing good, man. What's up with you? Where you been? Man, my phone broke, Mike, you know, and, and, and I just I just haven't been I've been on vacation for the last month. Man, must be nice, I, man. I, Jeez. But no, I, I'm glad to hear you I back. Catch your phone back. <laughs> yeah, Mike. And I don't even know what's been going on. What's what's going on with silver, Mike? Oh, it's going down, man. Prices, I mean, the, the spot price is going down, but the actual activity as far as the availability and bulk and quantity, the way that the big buyers are out there trying to get, it ain't there. So they're literally attacking the price, making it look very unattractive right now to the to the common man, but those who are awake and aware realize that, you know, they're going through a lot of efforts to drive this price down. And I'm following people on the Twitter sphere talking about the amount of open interest contracts and all the future stuff. And the amount of claims per contracts is going through the roof right now. They're doing, they're creating so much paper. It don't make no sense to keep this price down, but that's just what they got to do in this current environment, man. So it's a great opportunity for me and you, <laughs> but anyway, what's going on? Not much. Looks like the housing around my area. It, it's still hot, Mike. It, it's not really. I hear a lot of guys saying it's slowing down, but mm -hmm. I don't see it, Mike. That's good, man. So that's one thing. It's it's isolated pockets here and there, but 
if you if you if your neck of the woods is still good, that's great because that means your house value is also still in where it should be to where it's not being brought down by there being a uh, 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 all of a sudden a, a market just flooded with houses. So that's a good thing for you. Yeah, how, how's, how's everything in, in, in Detroit right now? <sighs> Metro Detroit, I, I'm noticing more houses going up in my neck of the woods. So uh, I would imagine there's a lot of you know re, repricing in the mix. But then again, we're heading into the fall and winter time where it's usually slow anyway. So I'd imagine at this current rate, there might be even more houses up there where people realize that right now is not the time. And they decide to you know remove them houses off the market. And we'll see what happens next spring. So Usually here, wintertime is usually the slowest. So, but but see this much activity going into the fall is, is kind of surprising. Wow, that's good. That's good. All right, Mike. I just want to give a shout out to everybody. TV, sure, Dwayne from the Midwest, that Achapar guy in Mexico. <laughs> everybody, just a big hello. I've been I've been missing in action. And solo you, too. <laughs> good to see you back, man. Thanks for coming. All right, Mike. Thanks for taking my call. All yeah. right, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, so here's that uh, chart I was referring to here uh, that uh, Mike Say98, he keeps track of uh, all the activity out there. And uh, here's the open interest now equal to 206% of all vaulted silver and 1,306% of registered silver, which basically just means there's so many claims for those contracts out there that uh, it's, it's very lopsided. There's more contracts than are actually physical silver in these vaults and so the ability to continue to manipulate at some point it has to break just because it's too lopsided out there for it to remain strong because there's more gold and silver leaving the vaults into strong hands for some odd reason i don't know why i don't know why people would want to spend you know 50 20 million dollars in paper to get silver and gold who why would you want to go to that barber's relic it just doesn't make any sense but anyway <laughs> stack while you can because at some point when things are repriced and it's priced in a different currency at some point in the future you're going to wish you had more of it in your possession and between now and then hopefully you don't need to go into your treasure vault and your insurance policy and cash it in due to exterior forces as they unfold. So definitely continue to work on keeping your cash flow game strong out there. So anyway, um, that's all she wrote, people. Uh, 42 minutes. I appreciate everybody. This is a late stream just because I had so much stuff I want to get to, but couldn't get to it all, but I'll try to do my best. If you have not already, definitely click the link in the description. Go join the Telegram, share articles, stories, whatever you like. If you're a content creator, definitely post your work there so people can get plugged in with you and be a blessing to you as well. And if you haven't, go to rtd.locals.com, subscribe there so you'll stay plugged in, and uh, we can always make sure we connect. Anyway, be blessed, be safe, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.